What's up, everybody? It's Two Guys, Two Sports. I'm Sheldon. I'm Spencer, and today we're going to be looking at the top players and teams for next year's college football season. Let's start with the team that's made the national championship in, the, in both of the past two years, Clemson, who two years ago blew out Bama, and then last year kind of got blown out by LSU. And, of course, they have lots of weapons in offense with Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, and Justin Ross. Let's start with Trevor Lawrence, who ever since freshman year has been tearing it up. 3,665 yards, 36 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 65.8 completion percentage last year. And he's also kind of a dual-threat quarterback, even at 6'6", with 9 touchdowns, 563 rushing yards. Kind of like a Josh Allen type of Agreed. Tall, but yet mobile. And then out of the backfield, of course, we'll have Travis Etienne, who last year, 1,614 rushing yards, 7.8 yards per carry, and 19 touchdowns. And he's also a receiving back with 432 receiving yards and four touchdowns. And then out wide, we'll have Justin Ross, 66 receptions, 865 yards, and eight touchdowns. You think, I mean, Clemson, of course, has always, always been in the college football playoff since back when, since the first year when FSU made it over them. Yeah, <clears throat> so I think that... The reason they're definitely locked for this year is not only their um off not only their offensive weapons, but that they they're going to benefit from an easy schedule as they do most years, and, and they're in a weak conference as the ACC with teams as Boston College, um, Wake State. Forest, NC State, Virginia. I mean, they're they're, they're like they're the only good. mediocre one. I mean, North and then Carolina Virginia Tech. Good, but North Carolina, I I think is the only team that maybe can best them in in the ACC championship or maybe the regular season. But, yeah, I think that Clemson is probably going to be a lock for this year. Of course, year. even their out-of-conference game is South Carolina, who hasn't done much in the past Yeah, years. South Carolina hasn't been able to beat them. Maybe that will change, but most likely not. No, I, I doubt it. And let's move on to the team that last year lost to them on a controversial fumble call in the college football playoff, and that would be Ohio State, who returns Justin Fields, who after – a year where he didn't really get to play at all at Georgia. Then he went to Ohio State and absolutely did amazing, really. 3,273 yards, 41 touchdowns, three interceptions, 67.2 completion percentage. And then, you know, everybody knows he's a dual-threat quarterback. Um, 484 rushing yards and 10 touchdowns. He's kind of like a Russell Wilson player in the sense that he would prefer to pass, but he's also extremely mobile when he can't, when he has to be. Yeah, so I think that if Justin Fields can run more, I think that Ohio State is going to be a much more electric team. And they also have Master Teague at running back, who after J.K. So J.K. Dobbins was obviously their clear number one, who carried most of the load. But Master Teague was still able to be seventh in the Big uh, Ten with rushing yards. And I think that he's going to have a um, very productive season um, this year. And I think that even at cornerback, they have Sean Wade. Replaces Jeffrey Okuda. Who uh, Sean Wade last year eight pass deflections, two sacks, one forced fumble, and one interception, with 16 solo tackles and nine assists. He's a very good corner who should be able to step up and replace Okuda. Maybe not as well as Okuda did it, but still should be very solid. I think an area where they're really going to hurt though is with the loss of obviously Chase Young, who's probably the best college football player last year. 
Yeah, and um, I think that they're going to have... So, unlike Clemson, Ohio State is actually going to have to play a couple of um, good teams. Penn State. Penn State. Michigan. I don't think Michigan is, gonna, is definitely not going to be as much of a threat as Penn State, since Michigan is always a top 25 team, but never makes a good push. But mm-hmm. I think Penn State, you say you said it before, Penn State's going to give um, Ohio State a run for their money. I agree. And let's move on to a team in the Big 12. Of course, you got Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, Baylor, who's... Lost Mims and John Lynch, but they'll come back with James Charlie Lynch. Bre- James Lynch. I'm sorry, uh, they'll come back with Charlie Brewer, Chris Platt. Yeah, a lot of good. Of course, they didn't lose Matt Rule to the Panthers, but then they did get a great uh, defensive coordinator um, as their head coach. As their head coach from LSU, uh, Dave Arenado, I believe. Yeah, and he, I mean, he has a he he has experience winning a national championship, so I think that is going to be good culture. Um, and then, but the other team I'm kind of thinking of is, well, obviously Texas, who people always say they're back, but I, I don't see it this year. Even though Ellinger's there, I don't think he has enough weapons. I think Ellinger last year said Texas was back, and they weren't back. They yeah. uh, they weren't even a uh, top three team, I don't believe. They weren't a top ten, no, I don't believe so. I was talking about in the Big 12. Oh, in the Big 12, I don't think they're a top three team yeah. either. Um, Oklahoma State, though, let's start, Chubba Hubbard. 2,094 rushing yards. I mean, he's probably maybe one of the best running backs in the game for I college. Think that, I yeah, mean, he's t- close, so he's up there. ETN, ETN and, Najee Harris, yeah. um, all coming all coming back to maybe challenge him. But like I said, 2,094 rushing yards, 21 touchdowns, and 328 attempts. He's not really a receiving back, 190 receiving yards, no receiving touchdowns. But he's much more – he gets a lot of reps. Yeah, and, 198 <clears> receiving yards. Oh, sorry. Um, and then Tylen Wallace, who had his uh, season cut short last year. I think he missed four or five games at the end thanks to injuries. But 903 receiving yards and eight touchdowns. He definitely would have gone over 1,000 if he played in all his games. There, do you think their team maybe in the Big 12 can challenge for, you know, with Big 12 being known for a lack of defense, so they have that offensive weapons? Well, I think that um, the Big 12 in the past couple years has upped their defense. Definitely not in the elite tier of the Power 5 conference, but definitely not last, so somewhere there in the middle. Um, I believe that Oklahoma State can be a third, be a th- third in the Big 12, maybe even second. And I think that I, – I just don't – I can see them I – I just see Oklahoma powering out being better than Oklahoma State. I agree. Um, now let's head over to Oregon and the Pac-12, who's the overwhelming favorite for – that conference with um, lots of talent returning there. Of course, the question is, can they replace Justin Herbert? Uh, Justin Herbert is a great, great player, but I think their um, their quarter. I mean, they have Kayvon Thibodeau. Yeah, and I think that Kayvon Thibodeau's uh, he had nine sacks last year and, on, and uh, eleven assisted tackles and twenty four solo and one forced fumble. Which it, he was also just a freshman last year. I mean, there's no doubt he's going to improve. Yeah, and I think that Oregon. Uh, everybody knows that they're definitely gonna be that um, number one team in the Big Twelve, uh, Pac Twelve. And I just think that they're they're just gonna overwhelm everybody. And I don't think that since Utah State lost a bunch of key, key players, I don't think anybody can really challenge them. Utah, yeah. Oh, Utah. Um, and then I mean Washington lost Jacob Eason. I honestly I like Arizona State because Jaden Daniels is one of my favorite quarterbacks out there. Yeah, but I think that uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Show at um, he's a solid quarterback. Definitely not Justin Herbert, but he's a solid quarterback. And they get um, Pinay Sewell 
at offensive uh, tackle, offensive tackle, and I think that he's going to be he's going to provide um, great protection for um, Tyler Scott. I can see him running away with his vision. I I think in a Pac-12 that's not necessarily weak, but not really strong in any areas. I think they're a clear dominant team. Um, I could see them having a few close games, and last year you think if they don't drop that close one to Auburn, I mean. They probably, you know, win it all. Of course, USC's in that division. They could be a tough team. I think that, but I do believe that Oregon is definitely going to win it. Because I think that Thibodeau has learned, and he had nine sacks last year as a freshman. And then let's head over to the SEC, which is kind of unclear who's going to win that. I mean, obviously, defending national champs. Heavy losses with Justin Jefferson. Being one, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, the most obvious. Thaddeus Moss, Caleb Hunt, Chasing, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, Clyde Edwards, Elaire, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously Joe Brady, the quarterback coach, Dave Arenado, yeah, Taylor to Baylor. Baylor. I mean, uh, overall, they're just they should be a much weaker team the next year. I think they're still maybe a nine and three team, um, but they do have Derek Stingley, who to me is probably he's. People have called him the best cornerback prospect since Jalen Ramsey out of Florida State. Last year, he had 31 solo tackles, 7 assists, and 14 pass deflections. He was a true lockdown corner. I mean, really, do you see... Do you think LSU could possibly win the SEC here? Do you see... I, I don't believe that they're... I think... Um... I don't think they can win the SEC because they they're going to have to face Georgia. And I think Georgia is just such a good defensive team that with the loss – because last year they won mainly because – I mean, they obviously won because of Joe Burrow. And now that you lose Joe Burrow, I don't think their um, quarterback now I – can't, I can't think of his name. But I don't think the LSU's quarterback now is going to be able to beat Georgia defensively. And I think that LSU is going to lose uh, to Ford. I think Ford could beat LSU. And I think – I. I think the Auburn game is definitely going to be close, and so is the Alabama game. But I can, I can definitely see Alabama – I mean, LSU losing to both Alabama and Auburn. Yeah, they will have Jamar Chase, though, who last year, 84 receptions, 1,780 yards, receiving yards, and 20 touchdowns. He's a good target. Um, but do you think he's going to be enough for anything? I mean, losing basically three – your three main offense weapons for your quarterback and then obviously your quarterback and Joe Burrow who had maybe one of the single greatest – seasons by a quarterback ever. Yeah, um I believe Miles Brennan's gonna Yeah, I don't think Miles Brennan is gonna be enough. I don't think he's gonna be able to find um Jamar Chase. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be able to uh find Chase enough. So that's why I don't believe that Jamar Chase is gonna be that much of a factor. But I think if um they if they can get him the ball enough, then maybe maybe he's gonna be able to contribute. But I think that they're definitely gonna be a top twenty five team, but I don't think they're gonna I think they're gonna be on the a fifteen to twenty-five, uh, team. Okay. In the rankings, then fellow SEC West, and of course with Nick Saban, Alabama bringing in a new quarterback. I mean, obviously they have Mac Jones, but Bryce Young, five-star recruit, is absolutely looks very good, and he'll be paired with while Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs left. He'll still have Jalen Waddle. And um, Devontae Smith and Waddle last year, thirty-three receptions for five hundred sixty yards and six touchdowns, and that was at you know like a third wide receiver. Yeah, and who can forget about Najee Harris? I mean, Najee great Harris, great running back, great running back. And on the defensive side, they're going to get Dylan Moses back. Yeah, um, in twenty eighteen, he had forty-five 
solo tackles and 41 assists, 3.5 sacks and one forced fumble. And he He's coming off a big injury, but having him back will definitely help. Harris, meanwhile, last year, 1,224 yards, 13 touchdowns, 5.9 um, yards per carry. And then in the receiving game, he was also a threat, 304 yards and seven touchdowns. Yeah, I think he really woke up after that South Carolina game. Yeah. When I think that they let, they let the monster loose, and he produced, to be honest. not I mean, after that South Carolina game and during the South Carolina game, he's just been going up, 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 and up. Of course, Devontae Smith. 68 receptions, 1,256 yards, 14 touchdowns last year. I mean, he, Bryce Young will have two very good wide receivers to throw to next year. And I think that they're also going to, um, they're also going to benefit off a, of not not as weak as the ACC, but there's definitely those there's those good teams in the SEC, and there's also those bad teams as Arkansas and Vanderbilt of co- and more. Of course, everyone's waiting for that week three matchup of Georgia versus Alabama. And I think that Georgia's going to be able to overcome Alabama just because of the defense. I agree. Georgia will have a great defense with not too many big names, but they will have Nolan Smith, Richard LeCount, I mean, just a lot. They're overall solid. Nicobe Dean. Um, and then on offense, you know, they still have George Pickens, a wide receiver. The freshman, for, in his freshman year, he had 49 receptions for 727 yards and eight touchdowns. Yeah, Dominique and Blaylock, then how can you forget? Jamie they Newman. They got Jamie Newman. And Jamie Newman, last year for the Florida State, I mean, Wake for Forest. Wake Forest, had um, 2,868 passing yards and 26 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And that was under a... In a triple program op, where, he, option, where he didn't really have much help, and yeah, and didn't throw it too much, and he um, was still able to produce. Mm-hmm, I agree. So I think that George Pickens is gonna have a healthy load this year, and of course, Zamir White last year, who went, who was the backup running back behind DeAndre, well, really third string behind DeAndre Swift and. Uh, Brian Harrion finally got his chance to shine the Sugar Bowl after Swift was out with injuries and Harrion chose not to play. And last year as the third running back, he had 408 yards and three touchdowns, which isn't too impressive, but keep in mind, he was the third running back. Do you see maybe, so you think Georgia's going to beat Bama and win the SEC? I think Georgia can uh, definitely um, win the SEC, and I think they're definitely going to make the playoffs as a 4-3 seed. Definitely not that top two, but definitely 4-3. I think the top two are going to be Ohio State and, and Clemson. Clemson. We'll get, we'll say why later in the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then, of course, in SC, you also can't forget about Kyle Trask in Florida. They're certainly a strong team that sees that think, can contend with Georgia. But yeah, I think, I, that, think, I think that that matchup is going to decide who wins, who wins that um. SEC East portion. Yeah, definitely. That's It's been that way for about two years, ever since Florida got back, unlike Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, then you got Bo Nix and Auburn, who's always – Auburn's always been the kind of, you know, not I think, as good at Alabama. I think Auburn's is like that um, Michigan team. Yeah, They're so always think- a top 25 team, but they never make the extra push. Now, they did beat Alabama last year, and that's just because um, – Tua was out. And – they confuse Nick Saban on that. On that, they bring an yeah. extra man, but I don't think Auburn is going to do any damage. They might make a little bit of noise like they did last year, but they're going to fall out. Bo Nix is not good enough. Yeah, I agree. And I believe that when Jared Sidham was there, he's not good enough. Um, and then all right, back to the ACC. Let's talk about North Carolina. Yeah, I mean, kind of a lot. 
people who think it's kind of a sleeper pick, you know, should win, uh, should play Clemson in the title game, you know, usually whatever team makes the title game against Clemson gets absolutely destroyed. <laughs> but the last time to really be competitive with against Clemson in the title game was North Carolina a few years ago. And even last year in the regular season, they were if they, they didn't run that run play, they, they were I one point a, away. I believe from it was winning. a speed option. Yeah, speed ran, option which, at the end on two point conversion. Which, you never you you usually would you don't take, run plays. Question. Would you take the the extra point in that situation? Or would you go for two? I go for two, but I definitely choose a different play. I do. I run a um, a pass um, shotgun formation with us um, running back to my right side usually, and maybe run you're a saying, double slant. You saying roll out and then no roll out, no roll out. Stay in the stay pocket. in the pocket, and then Sam Howell he can run the ball a little bit. Yeah, so you're saying like give him an option to either pass someone's open, but not an RPO, but definitely def no or put like, him you know like, put him at a double slants. Situation. Give him an option to scramble if he needs yeah. to. Okay. So, because there, now he can pass it and hit a receiver, or he can scramble out, but you never do just a solid run play, because then the defense, you know, is just going to run straight, like rush yeah. you, bull rush you. Speed options do work, but I don't think they would work against a disciplined Clemson team like that. that well Sweeney coached. Coaching, yeah. Yeah, Brett Venables on the defense. And, all right, so last year, 3,641 3, yards. And 30 touchdowns as a freshman. 38 touchdowns. 38, I'm sorry. 422 attempts and 61.4 completion percentage. Plus, rushing, he only had, you know, 35 yards and one touchdown. But he just didn't Only run on the 94 ball. attempts, too. Huh? Yeah. He, yeah. Most so of those were like lot. sacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, um, I think that North Carolina will bring Clemson down to the wire. You think maybe a, another one score game? Yeah, I think I think the only team Clemson loses to this year, maybe in North Carolina, is it, North Carolina. Okay, so you in the say- title game, um, yeah, I think that in the title game that they'll definitely uh, give them a run for their money. Okay, so you don't see, so you don't see them maybe beating them, but you see North Carolina, you know. I mean, they're the only maybe- team I believe that can beat them, but okay. I don't see them beating them. One interesting thing is Miami got Derek King from Houston. Uh, yeah, he was good. I mean, he had a he had a lot of hype in the early season, and then he, I I guess, kind of fell off. And then he sat out, and I yeah. don't. I think that Miami's gonna. I I don't say make some noise. I think they're gonna have a few like good performances, but that's about it. I agree. I mean, I don't think there's anybody else. And I mean, Virginia and Virginia Tech are both like always decent teams. Not usually top twenty five, but they're generally decent. Yeah. Um so I believe that's all the Power 5 conferences. Um I mean, we talked about well, we haven't talked about the Big 10 as much. I mean, one interesting player is la- a player whose last year was kind of last year is kind of racked with injuries, which is Rondo Moore who had an explosive freshman year. Last year only 387 yards, but only 29 receptions, two touchdowns. And he, he averaged 13.3 yards per reception. Yeah. So I that's mean, a first down every time. He was he was a good player. He just wasn't always healthy enough to be a, you know, great player. Kind of like a J.J. Watt. But we've seen the production for him in his freshman year. Okay. Yeah, I believe that, I mean, in college there's definitely going to be injuries. I think, honestly, Purdue's going to make some noise this year. I think that, um, yeah. I believe that it's definitely going to be a good – the Big Ten's going to be interesting this year, I think. I think it's going to be one of the better divisions. Um, now shall we get into our college football playoff predictions? I agree. I think it's about time for that. All right, so I'm going to start it off since Spencer led the, the last segment. Yes, I'll let Sheldon. Um, 
But so I'll just go ahead and you know seed them and tell and tell y'all why. So first is gonna be Ohio State, okay. as we mentioned before, Master Teague, right seventh in rushing. I think he's gonna be a well taught, a much uh, very talked about player this year, and then. You have Sean Wade, who's going. I think he's going to have a bet a much better year than last year. He's going to lock. He's going to be a lockdown kind of like a Derek Stingley kind of guy, and um, and then I think that Justin Fields is going to you know push for the Heisman, in my opinion, win it. Okay. And um, so that's my number one. My number two is going to be Clemson because they have Trevor Lawrence, Etn, um, Justin Ross. They have a lot of weapons. That's why and that's why I believe that they're going to beat North Carolina, and they're also going to be benefiting off of that easy schedule like they do most years. Now my three pick is going to be Georgia. Okay. Georgia, Jamie Newman. That's my yeah. mate. That's that's the that I really like Jamie Newman, George Pickens. Jamie Newman's going to be that kind of um be that guy that Justin uh Jake Fromm was not cuz Jake Fromm wasn't more Making much of a scrambler when he and he needs. wasn't much of a scrambler. Yeah. And I believe that Jamie Newman's going to extend the plays and get the um He's gonna. Th- he's just gonna throw the ball at will to George Pickens, and they also have, have that. <clears throat> they also have that great defense. Now my fourth seed might be a little biased here, but I. So my <laughs> first, biased, my first fourth seed, who I think that realistically is, is gonna make it is gonna be Oregon. I think they're definitely winning the Pac-12. They have a pretty stacked defense with um, Kayvon Thibodeau and Tyler Tyler Show at um, quarterback. And, I mean, he's just a solid quarterback. And I believe that the sleeper pick this year is going to be the Baylor Bears. Charlie Brewer is a dude, kind of like a better Sam Ellinger, dual threat quarterback. The offense controls the clock very well. They have a, they have a defensive-minded head coach. They have, a, they have a pretty good defense, even with the losses of James Lynch. And Chris Platt has proved that he can be a number one receiver. And Tycon, and Tycon Thornton, uh, people like that. I believe that they have speed. And I think that they can – they're definitely going to be a number two. They're going to be um, second in the Big 12. Then um, they might beat Oklahoma in that Big 12 championship. So who are your picks? Number one, I got Clemson. Okay. And that's just going to be because they're not losing in the regular season. And while North Carolina, I do agree, I don't think it's going to be a one-score game. I see a two-score game in the conference championship for them. Well, do you think that the committee will look at Ohio State's strength of schedule if they go undefeated? They won't be that number one seed because they're gonna be they're gonna have to be teams like Penn State and Michigan, while while Clemson has nobody to that um, caliber. I, okay, fair enough, but I don't think Clemson's gonna move from the preseason top. Okay. I, I think the committee's gonna be too scared to move them down, especially in the past few years. It's kind of been a theme where they move them that either you know keep them up there and they don't do as well, or they move them down, and they actually do better than people expected them to, even with a weaker schedule. Number two, I got Ohio State, who I also don't see losing. If they are going to lose one, it's going to be one to Penn State. But if they do lose that one, I'm Penn State may get in the playoffs because they're in the same division, so I'm not sure if Ohio State makes the conference championship unless maybe two Big, team, big Ten teams in the playoff. Three... I mean, obviously, Ohio State's a good team, you know. Like you said, Sean Wade. Most of these teams, you you predicted them accurately. Okay. Um, for three, I got Georgia. Like you said, Jamie Newman, great scrambling QB. George Pickens and Dominique Blaylock. I like both of them. Samir White was a great running back. And then the defense should be dominant, dominant as ever. Richard Clount, Malik Harry, Eric Stokes, Nolan Smith. 
I mean, Jordan Davis. They got a great defense all around. Number four pick, I'm probably going to go with Oregon. Just because I think they should win the Pac-12. The only scenario where I don't see Oregon necessarily making it in is if, you know, obviously if they lose two games. So even if they drop one, and then maybe, like, you know, Georgia beats Florida, but it's a really close game, and then Florida doesn't lose any more games, you make a bit Florida in that number four seed instead of Oregon. I mean, that's... So you think that the play, that four seed is going to be a toss-up, kind of like last year? I agree. I think you could really put either, I think, Oregon, Florida, Alabama, and then Oklahoma will all contend for it. All right. Um, so, so, basically the same predictions. Except and, for the four seed. Yeah, the four... Well, I said I Oregon. I said realistically Oregon. Okay. Yeah, but, I think that know, Baylor, Baylor might have a chance. Okay, so... He, they don't have a chance. Heisman, winner... Oh, well, excuse me. I haven't given the proper introduction. For today's, my favorite segment, it's... Take of the day. Um, Today so we got who's the better quarterback? Who's the better quarterback, aka basically Heisman winner? So Justin Fields or Trevor? I say Lawrence? I say Justin Fields. You say Trevor Lawrence. And um, why don't you go and tell him why? Well, Trevor Lawrence, two seasons. Two seasons. Um, how many times has he missed the playoffs in those seasons? Uh, well, he's made it the championship both those times. Yes. Uh. How many times has he won? Oh, once. Yeah. Okay. So you know, if you if you won one national championship in two seasons, would you be happy? Would, yeah. Would you but, call that? But listen, listen, Justin Fields. How many national championships has? Well, he? Justin Fields. How many playoff listen, games? Listen, has listen, he listen, won? listen, listen. Okay, Justin Fields didn't have any playing time at Georgia. Agreed. Okay, so National he made the playoffs. Slightly mad about that. He he made the playoffs last year. He was hurt and had to play against Clemson, but he was hurt. Keyword there. He was hurt. He, he couldn't run. Hurt. He was, I don't, I but he don't. wasn't hurt enough. He, he was hurt enough. They should have won that game. Caught that horrible call on the fumble. Horrible. Um, and then he hasn't played enough seats. So I think next year, I I think they're the favorites to win the whole national championship. Maybe, okay. but I think that could just be because they have more talent than Clemson. I don't think that's necessarily just. Okay, so if 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 um Trevor Lawrence is such a great quarterback, shouldn't he be able to win it without talent? Without talent? Yeah, if he's such a great quarterback. Huh? Do you think Justin Fields could win it without yeah, talent? Yeah, I think Justin okay. Fields could win it without oh, talent. Oh, so you'd say if you stay stuck him on, let's see. Uh, Texas Tech, we'll go with that. Do you think yeah, Justin I think that Fields I, I think would Justin, win? I think Justin Fields would dominate with Texas, fact, Tech. With Texas Tech. Yes, because, I mean, you're what not going to have a tougher conference listen, listen. in South Carolina. Like, what if they were, he was on South Carolina? What if he was, what if if he was, he was on South Arkansas? Carolina doesn't have bat. Okay, Arkansas. What if he was so, in Arkansas? So, in Arkansas, he'd definitely make Arkansas better. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not disagreeing. You know, I think that, no, but on South Carolina, South Carolina isn't a horrible team. I mean, they have good, ta- they have good talent there. I, I don't really see any talent, too much talent there. But that. I this isn't the question. This is, yeah, okay, but I think that Justin Fields is a better quarterback. He's definitely going to win the Heisman this year. And the reason that Trevor Lawrence is even going to have a chance is because he's going to be playing cupcake teams. I mean, Georgia Tech is their opener. I mean, Georgia Tech's a horrible team. Then you have, I mean, just look at the conference comparison. Louisville, Wake Forest, Virginia, Virginia Tech. NC State? I mean, are you are you kidding me right now? North Carolina? North Carolina's not even a great team. North Carolina isn't better than Penn State or Michigan. So, every, every time 
people say that Clemson is not good because of their conference, they come out and make it to the playoffs, national championship. They only have to win two games. They only have to win two games against opponents. And they got blown out by LSU, who's better, who's so much better. And then the reason they didn't beat Ohio State is because of, A, the fumble, and B, Justin Fields was hurt. All right, Trevor Lawrence doesn't throw that pick at the end. I'm just saying. Justin Fields had a chance to tie it up. He threw a pick. Game over. Okay, well, that, that was, was it. it was miscommunication, first of all. And if you have that fumble, if you have that fumble, he doesn't need to throw that pick. He doesn't need to throw that touchdown. He doesn't need to throw that ball. But then, all right, even if, all right, let's say you have the fumble. Ohio State goes ahead by one. Who's, I mean, by seven, you know, like one score. Yeah, yeah. Is what I meant. But who's to say that Trevor Lawrence doesn't take his team down the field, score, go for two, game over? I mean, if you, if you look at the defense, I, I believe that Jeff Okuda, Sean Wade— He shredded that defense. Okay, but, I mean, they're going to have to make a stand. Like they're going to want— They're going to They're going to want more. They they're, let they're gonna, Trevor Lawrence run on them for 70 yards listen, in one play. Listen, they're going to they're gonna try to stop him, and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna make him work. And I don't think, I don't think they're going to go for two. I think that Sweeney's going to take his field goal— because he doesn't want to lose, and then he's going to try to go in overtime, where I think that Ohio State would have eventually prevailed. I don't think so, because I think Clemson's. I think another Ohio State pick gets thrown in overtime. Game over. I mean, who's to say that happens? Me. Well, that's all. What ifs? Okay. Like I said last year, like, what if um, Justin Fields got hurt, and Justin Fields then the Ohio State doesn't make the playoffs. That's my opinion. I think that Justin Fields is the reason they made it. If Justin Fields is on that Ohio State team, they're going to be like a Michigan-type type team. They're going to be okay. They're going to be a top 25 team, but definitely not the playoffs. But since Justin Fields is in that is on that team, that's the whole reason they make this, those playoffs. Okay, so yes. Okay, a good quarterback helps a team. A great quarterback. Wow, thanks. A great quarterback. I agree. I think he's a top two quarterback in the league. Yeah. Yeah, number one. Uh, um, no, uh, he's number two. <laughs> number two. He's great. But he's not Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is big, and he's yeah. You can say he's mobile, but that doesn't mean he's fast. Okay. I think that Justin Fields is faster. I think that Justin Fields is better, and I believe that he's just a more dominant player. And he has better, even he has better weapons, so he's going to prevail over uh, Trevor Lawrence. But he doesn't need those weapons. Wait, wait. But he has them. I'm confused. So earlier. You said, the I said only he doesn't need why him. Trevor Lawrence is good is because he has better weapons. I said he doesn't and need I never said, said no, that. No, I never said that. I said sure. I said the easier schedule. I might have said that, but I think I mean and then you look, Minnesota, who surprised a lot of people last I, year. They shouldn't be good anymore. Yeah, but I mean they I mean, it's better than freaking who did who did Clemson play in the ACC championship last year? Virginia? Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah, no, it was Virginia. No, it was Virginia, Virginia. Yeah. yeah. Pittsburgh was too. Virginia is not a good team. Okay, they're definitely not better than Minnesota. Then you have Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin last year was... Uh, All they had was Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. But, I mean, okay. Penn State, I'm, Michigan... I'm not saying that the ACC is anywhere near as good. So he doesn't have competition. He doesn't have to play tough teams. Yet they still beat him when he played in the playoffs. Because they only have to beat... Yeah, that's because Justin Fields was hurt and of the controversial fumble play. I don't... All right, even if the fumble goes... I'm not sure if if Clemson still doesn't win. I still think Trevor Lawrence is good enough to score a touchdown. I think if I had to pick a quarterback to score a touchdown at one drive, I would choose Trevor Lawrence. Well, that's blasphemy right there. That's just false. That's not true. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is obviously not a scrub, 
but he's definitely not. He's not good enough to beat a healthy Justin Fields. I think if you put them, if you put them in the playoffs, which they probably are gonna face each other this year, I think that Justin Fields is gonna prevail. I think Justin Fields is a better quarterback. I think I see. I can predict a blowout. Trevor. You're saying if Clemson and Ohio State meet in the playoffs, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Define blowout. Uh, a four, three or four, or a four score game, four or five score game. Okay, I'll, I'll give you like maybe twenty four points. Okay. Yeah, twenty four points or more. So you're saying that Ohio State, if they meet, is going to beat Clemson by twenty four. By twenty four points. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yes, that is correct. That's what I'm saying. I feel like this is biased against Clemson. I feel this like isn't you biased like, against Clemson. I feel like you're biased against Clemson here. How? Huh? You're hating on them. I'm not hating on them. I think that Trevor Lawrence... I think that any team playing the Clemson schedule is going to be... Well, not any team, but any like top 25 team is going to easily beat Clemson's schedule. I think if you play Clemson's schedule... um, If Arizona State play Clemson's schedule, they're going to go 15 and up. That doesn't count because I like Arizona State. I think Okay, give me a team in the top 25. Um, Michigan's gonna go fifteen and zero. Maybe I'm not sure. Penn State's gonna Mi- go fifteen and zero. Penn State, I'll agree with you. Michigan's gonna find a way any to team, lose some games. Any team is gonna be able to beat. Is any team is gonna go undefeated or only win lose one game against Clemson's schedule? I could, I, I, I mean, but still, Clemson's won made it to the national championship past two years twice, right? Okay, but Justin Fields wasn't. Justin Fields didn't have enough time. He hasn't had the time like Trevor Lawrence. He hasn't been starting for two years. Oh and one. Okay, as a freshman, when he's hurt, sure. Not a freshman, first of all. Well, Sophomore. you know, like yeah, his yeah. first okay. season started. First season getting real playing time. Yeah. Compared to three, even three and one is better than zero oh and one. He's all put. He hasn't played four games. Okay, still. He hasn't played four games. He hasn't able to have that record. One and one's one. better than zero oh and one. He hasn't played. He's not. How? How can he be one and one? In, in against. In, are you Trevor talking about Lawrence's the playoffs? First career playoff game, he won. Was he hurt? No. Did he have a controversial fumble play? No. no. Exactly. Okay. Actually, well, I don't. That I, I believe he actually blew out the team he was playing, so he didn't even need. Yeah, no. but he wasn't hurt. So that's the thing. And uh, he was probably playing a team that shouldn't that. That shouldn't have got in, but somehow did. Like Alabama. Or I don't I forget who he played in the first year. Let's see. Was it Oklahoma? It may have been Oklahoma. Yeah, it was Oklahoma. Oklahoma was, you know. Yeah. But so yeah, so obviously the clear choice is Justin Fields, because he's in a better conference. He has to play against tougher teams. Okay, so you're saying if it so you're saying that Ryan Holinsky is better than Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields because he's in a better conference. You can't list better no, no, conference no, 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 as a reason. No, 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 Listen, listen, listen. Ryan Olinsky can't win in a, in the SEC. Ryan Olinsky is not a good quarterback. Okay? Ryan Olinsky okay. is not a good quarterback. Don't even bring that conversation up. Okay. I don't know why you mentioned him. That makes no sense. That's, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's basically what you said. Uh, no, I said, no, I said, no, 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 no. Ryan Olinsky cannot win in the SEC. While um, our good friend Justin Fields can win in the Big 12. I mean, in the Big 10. He can win in the Big 10 against teams like... Penn State, Michigan, and Minnesota. I mean, oh, it's oh my God, Trevor Lawrence. Every single quarterback <laughs> before him beat those teams. Okay, at Ohio State. Okay, and they were really good players, but not as good as Justin Fields. 
But we're not we're not going into that. I'm talking about Trevor Lawrence right now. Trevor, any team can win against. I mean, Justin Fields. You put that. I mean, he's he's gonna be put up great numbers. He's probably gonna be, if Justin Fields is playing for Clemson right now, he's gonna be considered one of the best quarterbacks to ever play college football. Trevor Lawrence is considered that by many. Yeah, because he's playing cupcake teams. Okay. He also has a national championship in his first year and another one appearance in his okay, second well, Justin year. Okay, well, Justin Fields isn't, isn't able to do that because he's only played one season, and he was hurt in that game. He was limited. I, I, he had he limited was movement. not that hurt. He had limited movement. You're sounding like, you know, he was playing <laughs> on a torn ACL. I mean, he had limited movement. He, he had sprained his ankle or something. Does okay. that hurt? Yes. Yeah, so he's going to have limited movement. And then the fumble. That was an incomplete pass. They still could have tied up the game. And Justin Fields. Miscommunication with the wide receiver. Trevor Lawrence wouldn't have done that. Trevor Lawrence didn't have to do that because he wasn't exactly. on the field then. He didn't have to do that. And you know what? You, you know the only. Earlier in the game that he doesn't need to be on. So was Justin Fields. Okay. Good hot take. Good hot take today, but we are wrapping it up. Okay, can I. I wanted to just show you one thing. We're wrapping it up. Tune in April 20th to see our two hour long special. Do we have, a, we have a big board? Do we not? We have a big board. We do have a big board. Oh, yes, on YouTube. Excuse me. Um, it's two guys, two sports. Go and check it out. Um, on the NFL draft. And I think uh, it's going to be a good episode. Can I say? No, no, no. Can I say one more thing? Against Clemson, Justin Fields, 30 completions, 46 attempts, 320 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Okay. I... I mean, that's that's still pretty good numbers against a decent Clemson defense. All right, but and only thirteen yards rushing. Yeah, because he had a, he was he had a hurt foot. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, April twentieth, two hour long special on the NFL draft on YouTube. The big board is going to be there. Yep. And it should be exciting. It should. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty. We're breaking down everything: top prospects, teams' needs. Yeah. Like maybe even a little sneak peek at maybe some predictions and then some mock drafts. Mm. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's two hours. How will the virtual draft, you know, affect? Yeah, maybe some hacking. Yeah. All right. It's been a great episode. It's two guys. Two sports. I'm Sheldon. I'm Spencer. And we're signing off.